This is the Mediocre Gaming Super Friends Committee. I'm Pugs McGee. You can follow me on Twitch at The Good, The Bad, The Pugly. Follow our Facebook group. And enjoy the show. It's episode 10. Today we're going to talk about Resident Evil as a whole. But first, there's a couple little things I want to talk about beforehand. Like, um, Sony put out a new patent that will, like, uh, it's for AI. It's, like, dynamic difficulty. Like, supposedly it's going to, uh, like, if you're struggling in a game or something, the AI, the enemies and stuff will automatically get uh, a little bit easier or whatever. And if you're breezing through it, they'll automatically get harder. So that sounds pretty interesting. That sounds fun. But that's... Isn't there, a, isn't there a game... I don't remember what it is, but isn't there one where it does the opposite? Actually, Demon Souls does that, doesn't it? Well, Demon Souls and stuff like that, like, <laughs> those games are hard, and they just get harder as you, the more you suck. So they're just assholes. Like, Demon Souls particularly, because if you're in body form in Demon Souls and you die, it shifts your world tendency more to black, which makes all the enemies uh, harder to kill. And if you get it pure black, uh, black phantom enemies will spawn, and I think there will be extra enemies, and they do a crap ton of damage, and yeah. But this is different than that, because that's a one-way thing, and this will be like dynamic, as in you know, if you're doing bad, it gets a little easier. If you're doing really well, it's going to get harder. So, mm-hmm. um, but who knows when we'll see that? Because first of all, a lot of patents never even come to fruition for things. And secondly, that sounds pretty advanced. So we probably won't be seeing anything with that for probably till next generation. But I thought it was cool that it's a thing. Because the AI has come a pretty long way over the last, I don't know, 10 or 15 years or so. Um, oh, <laughs> the other thing I wanted to talk about. This this is fun. I mean, it sucks. But at the same time, it's kind of like something out of a movie. Uh CD Projekt Red, yeah, yeah. We're talking about them. Um, apparently their source code got hacked for like uh, Cyberpunk and The Witcher games and the hackers put it up for ransom. They tried to ransom it to them and CD Projekt Red told them to fuck off. So they sold it on the dark web for an undisclosed price well, I think I remember reading that it was like potentially like seven million dollars or something like that. So things just keep getting uh, worse and worse for them. It's what they deserve. Mm. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those guys will be working for the U.S. government no time. Don't worry, they'll help us fight the Chinese. <laughs> I. I heard that uh, the cyberpunk's been putting out patches and stuff like that, so I think the game's finally getting right. it needs to be. I mean, the damage is done, don't get me wrong. Well, I wonder what... Well, first off, who bought it? But secondly, whoever oh, I... bought it, what ability, what, what can they do with the source code? Well... That's what I'm curious about. I'm See, I kind of wish our friend Daniel was here, because he might be able to tell us more about it. But I'd imagine that they could probably, I mean, they could probably do a lot with it. Like, steal assets and stuff like that from those games and use them themselves mm-hmm. if they wanted to. Or sell them to somebody who would. All right. There's a lot of Chinese developers that do some pretty shady stuff with games. So, I don't know. 
for the record, those patches that have been coming out have been breaking the game even more. Just so you know. I only heard about that one. <laughs> I know they put out another one recently, but I don't know anything about it. Like, I think they just put one out like a week ago. But, man, it's downhill. I don't, I don't care about CD Projekt Red anymore. Well, I don't care about Cyberpunk anymore, but I mean, yeah, we'll see what I don't happens. Know, like a, I mean, that's a, that's a, if, I mean, if they're getting hacked, you know, who's to say somebody else will get hacked? Well, this, I mean, first of all, this kind of thing happens, I'm sure, all the time. Secondly, right. I've yeah. heard about a lot of this stuff happening just over the last five years or so with like, you know, when Xbox Live got hacked for like so uh, many days yeah. and the network etc and back like 10 years ago when the playstation network was down for like a month that that was a fiasco bro well that's why they made playstation but you had to pay for it right well that was that was that incident i'm pretty sure because they were well, like, well now we need to charge to bring up the security and all that i, I think that's what it was. i don't know if those things are directly tied together i think it was inevitable that they were going to start charging for playstation plus because of Xbox well Live. that's also true Right, but they might be connected. It probably at, they at the very least something with uh, their servers. Uh, right, maybe it just sort of pushed it along a little a little faster. You know? But uh, no, I you hear about this stuff a lot. I mean, even uh, TV shows and stuff like that. Like the final season of Game of Thrones got. Hacked and oh yeah, I don't remember Harry how Potter. Went. But yeah, well I know how Game of Thrones went. A lot of people hated it the last season. I didn't, but you know, but that that's besides the point. Um, yeah. So those were two uh, pretty. Oh, rem- I remember when Harry Potter. I remember when Harry Potter got hacked. <laughs> I didn't hear about that. There was oh, they were spoiling the ending of. Uh... Oh yeah. They were spoiling that Snake dies or Snape dies. Yeah. And they were like going to like book sale, like people were going to book sales before the actual book came out and they were like, "Oh yeah, by the way, Snape dies." And like getting people were like literally attacking them in the store. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I mean, <laughs> I okay. I kind of get it because um you know, you follow something for like a decade like this. And oh yeah, for sure. It's like just to have it all. Oh, by the way, that because like I've been reading the Wheel of Time, which is like a fourteen book thing. So if somebody were to like, just all of a sudden spoil that for me right now, like the end, I, mm-hmm. like, I would seriously consider reading to them again. Like I'm not even gonna lie, because <laughs> you put a lot uh, of I thought into that, and you know you get really right, good. right. So, but um. Resident Evil. Yes. So, yeah. man, this is this is gonna be a fun one. There's a lot to talk about with Resident Evil. Uh, I want to talk about it because they're great for the most part, and the new game's coming out in May, I believe, and they just put out that demo recently. And I gotta say, my Resident Evil, my uh, my desire for it, kind of died after five so i didn't play six or seven i actually have a friend uh he played seven in vr (laughs) and oh he said he almost had a heart attack so i mean that's i guess seven was really good i mean to me it was i i love seven i also played seven in vr not very long though Um, y'all got through VR. I don't know. I don't know how long. I probably could, wouldn't have gotten through VR. I got through regular though. I, and honestly, like, it it the ending was really, and that's my problem with a lot of Resident Evil games is the ending. But, hang on, let me stop you right there like, for a second. Let me stop you right there for a second. First of all, I just mm-hmm. want to say that we're gonna be into spoilers, big time. Oh like, yeah, yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. A lot of shit, because uh, for instance, we're we're starting to talk about seven, and I don't know it. And I don't know six, but we're gonna talk about it, and I want to know about it because I don't know about it. So you're you're gonna tell me about these games that I, I didn't have, play. I've played. We'll more. start with seven since we're talking about eight. 
and seven is directly connected, or eight, eight and seven are like directly linked, right? Like they're, yes. they're the most. I think they're sequel. Yeah, it's a sequel. Direct sequel. I mean, they're all tied in together, but I think seven and eight are really closely tied. So we'll start with seven. Um, I didn't mean to interrupt you like that. I just want to make sure that everybody. Understands. No, 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 no. You're good. I wasn't about to spoil it, but yeah, we do need to because that the potential is there. Yeah. Anyway, back to what you were saying. Uh, you know, you were you were talking about how you didn't play it in VR. Is that right? <clears throat> no, no, I didn't play it in VR, and I don't even know like. Bro, the first, like, I don't even know what you call them, but the first, uh, like, monk enemy you run into, I would have been like, nope, I'm done. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Because that shit is one of the better monsters they've come up with. I mean, it's kind of basic, but it's, it, it, I guess it's more of a callback to Resident Evil 4. Okay. More than anything else, the, the regen, the regenerator, I don't, I can't remember what you call them. It's been, years to play that one but um they're not quite regenerative but they're hard to kill and they come out of the walls and they're fucking everywhere so that, that makes it kind of and they're pretty they're pretty scary in my opinion their design mm-hmm. oh seven was it definitely went back to the horror aspect of it for sure for sure yeah that's what i Which heard I, kind of that's I, I, that's what turned me off at five yeah it wasn't it wasn't scary at all. Like well, that. four started the lean to more action. I mean, it still mm-hmm. had the suspense and it was still creepy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, they they did a lot for the gameplay with four. Like, I mean, for the better. What they did with four gameplay wise was phenomenal, and you know, all the games afterwards have pretty much followed suit. Well, except for seven. I think seven's first person. Right, seven is for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but as far as like the third person games go, like four completely revamped that and modernized it and made it great. Uh, still had its scary moments, its tense moments. We were talking the other day, and I told you the story, but <clears throat> I was fairly young when it when four originally came out, and uh, I had this broken clock in my living room when I would uh, play the game and the hand on the clock would fall. It would like, you know, move around and then it would fall and it would make a noise and I'd be playing Resident Evil 4 and that would scare the crap out of me because it would just fall and I'd hear it while I was doing something. I was just like, oh, crap. Yeah, that's not a good combination at all. But anyway, yeah, 4 definitely... Uh, geared it more towards the action. And then 5. 5 was basically an action game. I still liked 5 because I enjoyed the story. Um, I liked co-op. Like I played it with a friend and then I went back years later and played it with another friend. But it definitely didn't have the same like eerie, creepy, scary, suspenseful thing going on that the Elder Games mm. have had. And then 6 came out and I heard it was just more of an action game, and I wanted to play it for the story's sake, but I never did. Uh, and that's that. I didn't touch seven, even though I heard seven was like, you know, back to the roots. But I heard it was very good. Um, Warhound, you said you played all of I, six. Was the one that I didn't play. So I isn't there a there's like multiple story branches with like the different characters right i can't i can't remember how the story works yeah there was um first of all i want to say seven was probably one of my favorites before like you know the revamp but uh six had four separate storylines basically and each storyline you could choose two characters so it was like claire and uh claire and um, leon and then Wesker's son and uh, I don't remember the chick's name. Then it was like Ava and uh, some other dude. And then it was Chris and his lieutenant on their squad. So it was literally four different... You had to play the game four different times to get all the ending. Which was good. It was fun. Like, it, it was definitely more action, but in the beginning it was horrifying. But after that it was definitely more <laughs> Michael Bay type stuff. <laughs> yeah, for some reason I heard that people typically like 
didn't really like six. No, they didn't like the what way I... it was trying to end. It tried to end the series, and then they were like, "Nope, we gotta, we gotta turn this around." <laughs> that reminds me of Metal Gear. Like <laughs> when Metal Gear Solid came out on the PS One, there wasn't even supposed to be a sequel. But then there was like all these unanswered questions, so they're like, "Okay, we'll make two. And then two came out, and there was all these unanswered questions, so they made three, and then three came out, and they made out this. So then four, and then four tied up everything, and then they came out with five just to like fill in the last, uh, the last little missing link there. But yeah, that that kind of reminds me of that. I wouldn't say six is the worst, to be honest. I personally think five was my worst. <laughs> For me, first. yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with that one. I, Five was absolutely my work, my least favorite. But then again, I didn't play six, so I, I can't judge all. Of them. Yeah, but. I'm in the same boat. <clears throat> I mean, five's probably my least favorite of the ones I played, but at the same time, I still had a lot of fun with it because of the co-op. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. the co-op, but in my eyes, it wasn't really a Res- It didn't feel like a Resident Evil game to me. The I'll tell you the best thing about it's series. the Dead Space three of the uh, Resident Evil game. Like, oh. I, totally I never played Dead Space. Scared the shit out of me, by the way. Wow, you play them. Uh, I tell you the best thing. About <laughs> I, I, I played one for a little bit and it spooked me out, and then I quit and never touched them since. <laughs> Not even lying. The the best thing about Sit Resident Evil Six to me was playing as Wesker's son and just drop kicking a zombie across the map because you can. <laughs> yeah, Wesker's son, like. That was the first time we heard about him, yeah? I don't mm. recall in the other games. Are we anything are we throwing spoilers around? Oh yeah, I already I already yeah. okay. spoiler alert. Spoiler so, alert. We're gonna talk about it all. Pretty much it ends pretty abruptly with him like dying and whatnot, so he's not really gonna be much tied into anything. But it's still open ended. We don't know if he's dead yet or not, because you know, he had he was Wesker's son, he had all of his powers and he was stronger than Wesker to be honest, but he was a good guy. But um, that's awesome, actually. No, dude, the the mechanic, like the fighting mechanics with him, you don't even have to use a gun. Like the other person in your co-op squad would have to, you know, play the chick. I keep forgetting. Well, I know who I play. Ada, Ada Wong. No, not Ada. She's not with him. She. You you play as her too, right? Yeah, you do get to play as her in one of the side story, the other story section. Okay. Um. Anyway, back to what you were saying. No, with Wesker's, like, or his son. I, I keep forgetting his name, too, but when he first figured out he was, like, strong or whatever, like, what the hell is going on, he, like, got jumped by a group of zombies, and he just, like, kicked one through a building, literally. It was like, whoa. That's amazing. Did you actually get to see that play on a cutscene? <laughs> yes, there's a full cutscene and everything, and there's a full fight scene with him, too, with Chris, and Chris gets demolished, like, because it's, you know, like, it's he's not human, basically. But, um, oh, also, Six had one of the best cutscenes ever in any Resident Evil uh, game because Chris and Leon fight, and they're both, like, toe-to-toe best, like, fighters or whatever in Resident Evil. And in terms of, like, me personally, martial arts, it's one of the best, like, call-outs to actual martial arts in military fighting and whatnot. It is just one of my yeah. favorite scenes. Why did they fight? They didn't know who the fuck they were. Like, they know each other. They knew each other but they like reputation yeah they were um uh chris was trying to kill somebody because no he was trying to kill ada he was trying to kill ada and that uh leon was trying to save her because it wasn't it was it was a clone of ada or something so he wasn't he was going after the wrong ada and then he's trying he was trying to stop chris basically wow that's crazy yeah it was god i love you it's so convoluted. I, I keep mentioning Metal Gear, but all this 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 convoluted storyline, like all this stuff you're talking about right now, I had no idea. Like the Ada clones and stuff like that. Like yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. And and then he realizes that Chris and he's like, Leon, what the hell? Why are you chasing me? And then they team up and then it's like they you know, at the end of the game they... It's like it's like Batman versus Superman, Martha. Yeah, pretty much. Martha. But at the end of the game, every single storyline ends up at the end. Like they're all they uh, all clash, but they all. I might have to get that and play it. Yeah, that's cool. I'll play it with you, but um, I don't know. I think six is better than five, but I also think six is like 
the the second worst because you know it was just more action, more more. It was bad action. I think though. it wasn't like bad action. It was just it wasn't Resident Evil. Well, let's 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 talk more about the story. Now, how do I want to do this? Because there's a lot of story to talk about. With Resident mm. Evil, I really wanna... <laughs> yeah. With just the games, or what? What are we talking here? Like everything. <laughs> Well, the movies aren't linked to the games at all. So, well, there's little and side you know skits too that people have, and they're kind of terrible too. So See, a lot just, of people hated the movie. I watched the movies up to like three or four, I think, and I actually enjoyed them. And I think, critically speaking, they're some of the best video game to movie adaptations that have ever been, I believe. But anyway, they're not tied into the games. I don't know what's all connected to the games. I only know the main entries. I think I, I played Code Veronica as well, which was like a side game for the Dreamcast. Yeah. Uh, Outbreak was a complete... It was First of all, it was dog shit. Second of all, it was completely <laughs> a side thing. Outbreak was so bad. I played it for like an hour, and I'm it was like on PS2. And it was just... I, I think any Resident Evil that doesn't have a number after Resident Evil is probably not connected to main... Main thing. I think Code Veronica is. I think Zach was talking about Code Veronica being relevant. It is, but Zach it isn't. Actually, yeah, yeah. He um he sent me a video. It is, but it's not because it's only dealing with one character and it's not really tied to the main story. It's just giving them a okay. backstory, basically. Okay. Um, so it's like Kingdom Hearts, is what you're saying. Oh my God! Stop! Stop! <laughs> well, since eight combined. Two podcasts together. Since eight's coming out, and seven and eight are closely related, let's talk about seven first. We were already talking about it, but let's let's get into the story details here because I'm completely ignorant. All I know is that you know you play as some guy named Ethan, right? He's the main character in seven. Ethan Winters. Mm-hmm. All right, so you guys both played it, so you guys can fill me in. You guys are gonna be doing all the talking on this shit. So tell me about tell me about the story. Like I don't know anything about it. How does it connect to the other games? You know, how is it? You know, how does it set up eight? All this stuff. Let's get into it. Well, before, before uh, you start, do you, do you want? No, no, you go first. But I want to say, it is after six. Like every, like it's way after six. It is connected. Oh, to crap. Six. Yeah, it is like in the future, basically. It's like way. Ahead. It's not. I mean, yeah, it's directly connected to six, but it's like in the future of six. Well, okay, okay, okay. Let me restart. <laughs> How do you guys think we should start the whole story talk? Like, do we need to? Should, can we start with seven and then work on the yeah, other yeah, ones, yeah. or should we just start from the? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Because they're all connected. Yeah, yeah okay. Because I really want to. I really want to talk about how seven and eight go together since eight's right around the corner. So okay, let's do that. So, I mean, with seven, it's very you don't actually know a lot right out the gate because the game doesn't tell you really a lot. Okay. Until you start getting the videotapes. Then you start seeing everything. Um, actually, one of the hardest parts of the game is in one of the videotapes. Yep. Where you play... So basically, like... Your goal that you know of is to try to find your wife or girlfriend or whoever it was. Um, and she goes to visit her quote-unquote family, right? Mm-hmm. And they live out in the swamps of Louisiana. Oh, Billy. Well, Yeah. So you can imagine you rock up and it's just already a shit show. Like there's just already courses and burning you know, flesh. Uh what do you get? Yeah, there's already like, you know, effigies and shit like that and you kinda meander your way in. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And first thing that happens, you find a videotape of this, you know, ghost hunter crew like on true T V going into the house trying to find you know whatever and they basically you basically find out that they run into your your girlfriend wife and she's turned into like this demon well turns out there's this family the the quote-unquote family was all turned into the same way so they're all basically crazy and they all get these these, like weird powers and they're all different so they're also pretty much in, immortal too. Okay. So like, they like, like a, they capture you at one point, 
and they like have you at dinner <laughs> and like they literally like the dad like cuts off son's hand like just lops it off and he's just like whatever you know like they don't care like it's it's that kind of thing okay um and then they end up uh I, this is technically a spoiler they end up cutting your like literally cutting your hand off and then you find the juice that like the regenerative like stuff and you put on yourself and that's how you sew your hand back you literally sew your hand back on yep that's awesome oh it's and it shows everything there's no hiding nothing it doesn't cut away you see now that's what i'm talking everything there's also a secret that would there's secret thing tons of war. it um it only happens if you take way too long in a certain section you get your leg cut off too and the same thing happens you put it back <laughs> on it's like when um, I don't know, not if you remember, but you're running away from the sun when he's doing the, uh, like <clears> inside, <throat> the little game that he had you play or whatever. Oh, if you take too yeah. long to get in that vent, he literally drags you out. Yeah, he'll yeah. cut your leg off. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember that. It didn't happen to me, but I know people who that happened to. But and that was another hard part of the game too. But okay, so basically, you have to kill each of the family members one by one. And that's sort of like... They all have their own gimmick for fighting them? Right, exactly. That's awesome. Like, the mom is like a bug monster. She turns into like a spider, basically. Like a spider, more human. So she like crawls along walls, like, oh, for that fight. I'm sure Zach loves that (laughs) one. Bruh. Like, you go into the... You go into like this greenhouse, and she's like, shooting bugs at you and shit (laughs) like she's crawling through walls and coming out of the ceiling and fucking that's awesome like um and then the sun has you do like a fucking saw type deal where you're like you're literally going through like a fucking funhouse theme thing and you have to like do like a fucking gladiator arena with a big zombie thing, you know, like, it's one of those things. Um, and then the dad basically just turns into, this was the one, his was my least favorite. He just kind of turns into a big blob monster and you just kind of blow up his yeah. you know, or blow up his eyes. Okay. Um, very much like, uh, like two hats, but like bigger, like way bigger. I think his fights were but, better when he was just him, like in with the chainsaw and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you fight, like you fight him. Uh, um, you fight him when he's just a human, basically, and those are way better. You fight him like twice a game, and that's where you get your hand cut off. Um, but those are real good. Yeah, let's uh, let's go back to the plot. How is it? How does it connect to like six and the older games? It's an yeah, an eight. It's an evolved virus from the six virus in Japan or uh, Chinese China, sorry. And it got on a ship, basically, and it infected this little girl or something. I think, mm-hmm. and she yeah. infected the family, but she's like an old lady, basically, right? But your but uh, your wife is also infected, and she sees a little girl, and she's like saying, "This little girl, this little." But the whole time, it was the old lady just sitting in the back, like you thought this bitch was dead because she'd never moved. But then when you go back into a room, she'd move her oh, head, and like, yeah. oh my god, that was the creepiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> no, no. So I forgot about her. They, yeah, literally, it was her. So basically, you see this grandma, basically, of the family sitting at the table, right? And she'll just appear. Like, you'll just be walking around. She's yep. in the room. Like, she just moves around. And you're like, how, how are you getting here? And she'll just sit there. Doesn't do anything. And then, you know, you go into another room. She's there. You're like, what? What? <laughs> but basically, in 6, this is the spoiler part of 7. And this is, like, the very, very, very end. Like, you're beating the game type deal. And this was, like, the hardest part of the game. Um... You basically find the videotape of your wife, who is, she's not really your wife. It sort of plays, like, the first movie, 
kind of deal where you're both agents trying to escort their girl on the ship, pretending to be a family. Oh, okay. And she breaks out and then wrecks everything. And then she makes, like, you know, the muck demons and shit come on the ship and they kill everybody and it's it's hectic. So you basically play the wife in the videotape and you have to, you're just, you're just trying to stop her basically. Because you see her as a little girl. Because she's just a little girl running around. Mm. But we're having to, like, like it's, it's literally the old age. It's, it's huh. crazy, too, because, like, you... It's a really good you twist. You play through the story, and you see all these tapes and whatnot. Like like he said, you, in the tape, you play as Mia, which is uh, Ethan's wife. And then you go back in there to as Ethan, That's and it's it. totally different. Like, shit happens differently. <laughs> Because he's not mm-hmm. infected with the entire, right. like, he's not like Mia, basically. Mm. And then the ending, like, you, you know, you save her, and you can choose, you, what was it? You choose between your wife or uh, the other chick. Yeah, so daughter. there's, so in the, the family, there's a daughter, and she's not infected. She's, like, the only not- one Oh, you're talking. Okay, you're talking about the the family of mm-hmm. mutants. The crazy people. Yeah. Right. Okay. They have a daughter, and she's she's still good. She's sane, and she helps you out. So at the end, you can choose to give the last serum. Like they they have the cure. That was the other part. Is they had the cure with them on the ship, I think. And then of course they lose it. That you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So you basically get a new one or you find it or whatever. And you can choose to either give it to Mia or the other. And then the ending, you play the other person. You play the person who you give it to. Okay. But to clarify, for eight, the real ending is you choosing your wife because you have to for the the secret for the eight. But, um, yeah, you do that. You play through... Well, well, let's say you pick Mia. You play through as Mia and whatnot. And then uh, you're like, you're about to get out, whatever. And uh, what? Something happens and Chris shows up with a new Umbrella type company. And we're everybody's thinking, okay, Chris is a yeah. bad guy now. Why is he with Umbrella? But it's like a, it's like a blue Umbrella, basically. It's supposed to be the opposite of what Umbrella is. And he, he's trying okay. to rebuild Umbrella or make them... A better name or something i don't know we still don't fully know because i mean i've seen spoilers for eight and i can i can literally yeah that was kind of just i can tell you the, the end. well okay I can, let's talk about eight spoilers yeah. i just want to know how seven yeah, no, 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 like, i wasn't i was just saying i was just saying um we don't know we, we think people are thinking and like even i was like why is chris in an umbrella now is he bad then uh Seven gets a DLC that you play as Chris, and you basically you go through how Chris got to you uh, to save Ethan and Mia, basically. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Which is awesome. The guns are amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, that's pretty cool. But um. But honestly, it's more like it. It really does feel like <clears throat> you know a two or three where like. You're in each individual section, and it's kind of like that, where it's like, okay, there's always the the X factor, you know, where they just show up. But it's different every time, because it's the different enemies, basically. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the first area, it's the dad, and then in the next area, it's the mom, and then the next area, it's the you know, which is kind of cool. And then you realize the dad never dies, because you keep killing him, and he never fucking dies. <laughs> Literally. Huh. Yeah, yeah. You have to fight him like three times because you think you get him. Like you literally set up his whole body on fire. And you just walk yeah. And then you destroy like his entire upper body in the last fight with the chainsaw. Then he just comes back as that blob thing, and you're like, "Okay, this is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> this is enough." <laughs> yeah, I need to blow it. it again. It has like the same. It has a it's like the the ending monster from two blown up with like fifteen extra. Yeah. Like it's one of those things. 
And that's honestly, like, my only real problem with all the Resident Evil games. Is it, well, not all, but that one and then two and then three was, like, the ending boss fights were so ridiculous. And it just completely contrasted the, the tone of the, the whole Resident Evil. Yeah. I mean, Resident Evil's always been, like, over the top, though. Like, with the overarching plot. And... Oh, no, no, I didn't, for sure. So it's like, but even the over-the-top stuff in the other parts of the game were even still more toned down, you know? Like, even when you're fighting the Eye Monster in 2, you're like, well, I have no ammo. So it's still, you know, whereas the last fight, it's like, oh, here's a minigun, and you're riding down an elevator. Like, it's one of, I don't know, to me, it's like, it was a little much. And 7 had that, too. Uh-huh. But. Other than that, Seven did on the boat and all that, and then having Chris show up. Oh, having Chris show up! Was, yeah, no. Oh my God, people flip. I even flipped on like what? Yeah, no, that's cool that no, they're. I caught it. I caught they're really tying things in because I remember when Seven was first coming out, it looked like it was like its own thing and that it was completely unrelated. Like, that's all I knew about it up until we I talked. Had the same reaction to like, Seven just looked like it was completely standalone and that it didn't have ties at all. But then again, like I said, all this time, I didn't know anything about it. But it just really seemed like it was its own thing. I mean, especially, it's like, who the hell's Ethan, you know? Like, who's this guy's first person? Right. All these different things. So it's cool mm-hmm. that they brought Chris in. It's cool that they tied it in with Six. It's cool that they're setting it up with Eight like that. Like, all these questions. Uh... I was going to play the demo for 8. I still haven't played it. I should have played it before we did this. I heard it's good. Uh, but I think they're like adding like witches and werewolves and vampires and stuff. So I don't know how I feel they're about that. None of them are that. They're just bio weapons, basically. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I remember that being a thing, though, that people were worried about. Mm-hmm. Which I can't say I would necessarily uh, blame them for that. That's a little weird. It's um, it's funny because like all these remakes have been coming out, and I've watched other people play it, and I actually played it for Zach. Like he got stuck, and I actually did it oh, for him with Like I beat some parts for him, and I never even played the game. Like this is like midway through two or three, and uh, he was playing as Carlos. I think his yes, name is. Three. Is it? Yeah, cool? three. And he's like stuck. You're stuck in this. I think it's a <laughs> And there's like waves of zombies coming in. And you have to like fend them off. Yeah, yeah. In three, in the hospital. And... Yeah, because you're trying to save uh, Claire. Jill. Jill, Jill, Jill. God, I always mix the two up. So Claire is Chris's sister, and Jill's the partner. Okay, so yeah. So you're trying to save her because she's like infected or whatever. And so, yeah, you're trying to fend off these these zombies. And so I basically did that whole thing for Zach and SharePlay. And I'm like, I, I never even played this before. But anyway, back to what I was saying. You know, these remakes came out, and I've seen them, and I played it a little bit here and there. And I just wasn't hyped. I mean, they're, they're good, and now I want to go back and play them. But at the time, like, when you guys were all up in it, I just kind of wasn't into it. And Resident Evil was just kind of like a, you know, something that I enjoyed in the past, but I kind of fell out of because six, five and six really threw me off. And then seven seemed like it was a weird standalone thing. So I'm just like, what even are they doing? But Mm -hmm. this conversation coupled with the information in the demo that they put out for eight, I'm actually getting pretty hyped for eight now. Like I I actually really want to get back into it. I'm actually going to, you know, go back and watch some YouTube videos to really, refreshing myself on the story because you know we've been talking about six and seven and whatnot but i want to go back to the older ones now and well i haven't really played one two and three since i was really young i'm talking like when resident evil one came out i was like nine or ten so i technically barely played them i did but i didn't i actually spent a lot of time watching my brother play and i would read the strategy guides and tell him where to go and things like that so that was actually kind of a fun thing and even back then, it was like really terrifying because when Resident Evil One came out, it was completely unique 
There was like nothing mm-hmm. like it at all. So like, you know, even now you can go back and play the remake or whatever and you can still get jump scares and stuff like that. But like back then that shit was absolutely terrifying because it was nothing else was like that. I would recommend playing two remake that that don't even try three. That's so yeah, that's a that's a serviceable yeah. remake. Honestly, like if you want to keep it, if you want to catch up on the story, the only one I wouldn't play three is three. ain't worth worth it. But two, you can no 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 no. But two absolutely is for sure. Definitely play two. What was absolutely. bothering me though, whenever I was playing it through share play or whatever, like I'd be popping these zombies in the head and they wouldn't die. I'm talking regular basic bitch zombies. And I counted. I literally counted. It took me 13 headshots to kill one zombie. I was like, ooh, what is this? I think that's how they wanted it, though. Right? Yeah. It's, it's, our, it's yeah. RNG. But see, okay, it's, it's let me... They did that on purpose. Let me this to you. Like, you know, I played the old games. I've played all these other zombie games to the point where I got sick of it, which is what part of the reason I fell out of Resident Evil because it's like zombie games, zombie movies. Like that was so hot for like ugh, so long. It was like World War II in the early mm-hmm. like 2000s and stuff like that. And I'm just so sick yeah. of it. But, you know, you play all these games where it's like, you know, even in the movies, it's like, what's the rule of thumb? I mean, The Walking Dead, what do you do? Shoot him in the head, shoot him in the head. Shoot them in the head. So now I'm sitting there shooting these motherfuckers in the head and they ain't dying. I'm like, what is this? Woo-hoo-hoo. What am I supposed to do? So somebody was somebody was telling me like shoot them in the leg and stuff like that. And I'm like, hmm, head versus leg. I don't know. That kind of bothered me. Played it. I was like, I'm shooting them in the head. They're not dying. It's bothering me. I'm running. I have like no ammo. So I guess I'll just have to figure that out. I heard the shotgun's pretty no, freaking OP. Don't play that game in hard, very hard mode, then. In the beginning because they won't die at all unless you get a perfect mm-hmm. shot on their on their head literally yeah i mean what the hell's a perfect shot you shoot them in the head that that's a perfect shot no, to it's me like very positional like in the like right between the eye type of shot crap on too Jeez. yeah it's pretty hard yeah yeah it is if you to me it felt like rng but maybe I'm just wrong on that. I don't know. Yeah, literally but 13. Like, I counted 13 headshots. You have to shoot. I guess you do have to shoot them in specific spots. Oh, the you other thing. On like the, sides, it doesn't do the other thing that bothered me, and now I know this is like a mechanic and it's intentional. It's supposed to help build suspense. But the limited inventory space drives me nuts. Now, let me give you a little backstory. I play a lot of MMOs and stuff like that. So I deal with inventory hell a lot like it drives me crazy i hate it but in resident evil you get like no inventory space and i get it because you have to like prioritize and pick and choose you have to combine your items and bring what you need and Mm -hmm. stuff like that but i mean it still irks me a little bit because it's still like crap where's that health spray i left behind and where did i put this oh i put this in the storage box now i have to go all the way back over there and then i get lost because i'm like crap now i don't remember what i was doing before i went back to go and pick up the crap so it kind of bothers me a little bit but i do understand i mean it it does what it it serves its purpose for building suspense and stuff like that but it kind of feels bad as a gameplay mechanic to be honest i mean you can expand space and like, I don't know. To me, it's like if you're it's it if you don't have that, then you have a Grand Theft Auto situation where you're just walking around with a grenade launcher, a rifle, <laughs> two pistols. Well, I mean, see, you know, here's the thing though: those games, three knives. In Resident Evil, you always have like limited ammo, so you still have to pick and choose what to use at what time. So I'm okay with the limited ammo aspect, but the whole thing where it's like, okay, I have a bad sense of direction. Everybody knows this. So whenever I'm constantly having to leave items behind and stuff like that, like I'm always forgetting where things are. And I understand that there is storage box and stuff like that. But I mean, like, even then it's like, okay, you can only carry this. So it's like, you're making multiple trips to the storage box. And I think even the storage box has pretty limited space in the two remake. Like I said, I only played it through share play. So I'm not hundred percent sure, but yeah, I mean, it's probably something I can get over. Because, you know, that kind of thing was in the original games and everything. But uh, I guess after playing more modern games and having inventory room, it's kind of irksome 
to go back to having like six slots. So that, yeah, that, that, that's really the only gripe I had. I mean, I, you know, that and the, the headshots, but I mean, they, they just changed the way the game works. So I have to get used to it. Uh, I heard the shotgun's really strong. You just play it. Mm-hmm, and yeah. you, um, you were only playing that one part where probably Zach didn't have a good enough attachments for the gun as well. So I was like, well, see the, the, the yeah. part with the zombie swarm in three, I guess it was. Like I had no problem with that, but I had like machine guns yeah, exactly. and grenades and stuff. <laughs> but like at the start of two, I played the start of two. Like oh well, that the start against terror, but you need to get like the revolvers too and stuff. Like you know that the, those are right. Well, I get it, but I mean it's like maybe three or four headshots, but fucking thirteen. Like man, that that yeah. turned me off a little it, bit. You were but... probably shooting it in the worst possible spot too. Like I said, it's very positional. You got to shoot them specific spots. I mean, it could like, I agree. Like, I didn't know that. Like, I, I, I didn't know that. I'm just like, shoot him in the head. Shoot him in the head. Shoot him in the head. I'm like, okay, I'm shooting him in the head. Die. But I definitely it's want to go back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like I said, a buddy of mine was telling me. Shoot them in the leg and then knife them when they're down or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing you can do. If you're well, see, I guess the, re- the main reason it bothers me is because ammo is so limited. And it's like, bro, I'm pumping ammo into this guy. And I'm, there's like all these freaking, there's like four more zombies I got to kill. And I'm like, I have no ammo now. How am I going to, I know you can run by a lot of them. So there's that. You can literally, but you know, at some point, you're going to have to kill no, no, them. You can literally beat the game without killing a single one. What fun is that? I think, like I said, I think that's like, I think it's also the other part of that is they were, well, you can just run, you know, you can just run past. I mean, I'm one of those. I wanted to clear everything and then barricade everything. You know, I'm one of those guys, but you don't have to do that. And I think that was part of, part of that. Yeah, I guess it was just you know my well, old if you could just, I, I if you could just go through and blow up everything and you know kill them all, then it wouldn't be. Would be very scary, now would it? You know, I was conditioned with the older games. You know, like, you know, the the vanilla zombies aren't supposed to be so bad to kill versus like, you know, the the liquors and some of the other more crazy mm-hmm. zombies. Right. So yeah. whenever I'm shooting at a basic bitch vanilla zombie and he's just not dying, it's kind of frustrating. But I mean, I guess it's just have to get two. used to like the new, the new gameplay, or whatever. Well, with with that game, honestly, there really isn't much of a... There's that, and then there really isn't any variation besides the dog ones. Okay. And then that's it, basically. So, I mean, as much as they are technically the vanilla zombies, Which... like, they're not... Oh, didn't two have... There's not any variation, really. Isn't the two remake the one... Or is it three that has the creepy, no, pasty, the, uh, white motherfuckers? Resident Evil. Because they got the new one. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about? The creepy, pasty white ones. Uh, I think there's three in the sewers. Okay, yeah, I keep I keep mixing them up because I'm like I said, I helped Zach as he was trying to get past. And there's a part where you have to get something. It's an item. I think it might be like a serum of some kind. And you have to get it from like a safe. And there's like this hallway, and there's like three or four of them. He didn't have enough ammo to kill them all, so I was just like rolling past and grab the crap and stuff. Yeah, I think that's definitely three because two had the weird flesh monsters in the sewers, and that was weird. But the white things were the one in three. Okay. Yeah, two had like the dog things. Yeah, dog and around. liquors were the big thing that were annoying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Those there wasn't really many that, that many liquors though, until, like, in the sewers. The liquors were a pretty big deal in one, and they were pretty terrifying. Oh, yeah. I remember. And they were in five as well. Um, all right, let's, let's talk more about the story in the original games now. Uh, man. So in Resident Evil 1, you go to the mansion... Oh, crap. I don't even remember. It's been so long now. You're going there as a squad to investigate. How does it start? How, do, how does one start again? Like, what, what, why are you going to the mansion again? Uh, you're supposed to investigate. Um, 
Jesus. Huh. Uh, gee, I cannot remember. You're investigating that mansion in that area because the squad, like, found something or whatever. Or not the squad, um, the president or something formed your team to go uh, investigate weird, um, like, things in terms of na- nature happening, like, you know, crops dying and they figure out it's a virus and whatnot. You gotta like, go stop it and contain it. And then you get to the mansion. It's like, this is the source of that or whatever. Yeah, I know, like, the, somebody dies and I think, like, Wesker attacks Chris or something. Yeah, Wesker is part of the squad, I yeah. think. And then, like, he ends up, like, attacking Chris or something like that, yeah? Yeah, because you got infected, basically. Yeah. So there's that whole thing. And then you go through the whole mansion and you uncover the fact that, you know, the corporation umbrella is doing all this stuff and that Wesker's like tied in with all of it. And yeah, he's the one who originated, originally worked on the virus or something with the doctor. Yeah, and I think at the end of one, uh, ends up like you're led to believe that Chris is dead or something like that yeah he like disappears or something gets a yeah. attack yeah he's supposed to he's supposed to die basically at the end yeah and then that sets up too where you know it's all in Raccoon City and you're basically playing as Leon and it's his first day, it's his first day as a Raccoon City police department officer and you get there and it's just everything's gone to hell and you get to the police department and you meet up with uh, what's his name? Crap. What's the black guy's nah, name? I don't remember. No. Gosh damn yeah, it. What is his name? I don't remember. Well, he's all jacked up and everybody's dead and you're basically just walking around the police department trying to uh, get, sort trying all to get out of there basically. Yeah, you're trying to get out of Raccoon City because the whole time they're getting ready to blow up the whole city. Or is that three? Is three the one where they're blowing it, it well, up? Well, three takes place a day before two. So. Yeah. No, they're. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. To... Man, it's been so long that I completely forget like the continuity and everything yeah, going three on. Three literally takes place the day before two is happening. So it's like you can hear uh, Nemesis say stars in two. When you get to the Raccoon City Police Department, way off in the distance, he mm. like says stars, and you're like, "What the, what the hell was that?" And you never hear from him again in that game until three comes out. Oh, I forgot about those pictures. I I get it. I mean, I played the two remake, but it's been so long since I played the other ones too like I can't remember when I played three three was one of my favorites when it was the original three now the remake three yeah that's a different story but I liked it because it taught what did they what did they uh I was just saying uh, um three tied in two because you were like what what is really happening? Why is all this happening within two? And then, like, you know, Leon gets down there at the end of the game, uh, fights Mr. X, and then you think Ada dies and she doesn't, and you go play three, and you're like, wait, this takes place a day before Leon gets here? Like, what? And it's realizing that, that they're trying to blow up the city because, like, the Nemesis thing is happening, and uh, Jill is, like, trying to get out of there with uh, Nikolai and the other two and uh Carlos I don't know but 3 remake did not do the original 3 justice though Yeah I remember when the original 3 came out again the you know Resident Evil series did a lot of firsts because you know Nemesis chasing you around the whole time in the original game was just terrifying yeah. and it it had never been done before to my recollection so that that was a whole nother level of suspense and 
you know, terror because you can't kill the motherfucker. You don't, you can't kill him until the end of the game. Mm-hmm. So you just have to run away from him. And yeah, it's just awesome. I mean, the story is just so, so convoluted and there's so many twists and, and turns and whatnot. Like, I mean, we, we'd have to really, first of all, it's been so long. We'd have to really research it to really dive into the story. And it, mm-hmm. we'd have to, t- we'd have a whole series of podcasts. We'd have to make, a podcast per game basically if we were to dive into the finer details of the plot so that's why we're being you know a little bit vague while you know just talking about the the finer points of the plot there's a youtube channel um, of explaining resident evil lore to this day so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean you know you're just basically uncovering how umbrella corp is just turning people into monsters and mutation and all these crazy things. And meanwhile, you're trying to get out of the city that's about to get nuked for quarantine. And then four happens. You pick back up as, you pick back up as Leon again, and you have to go save the president's daughter because she gets kidnapped in some remote village. I don't even know where it is. The middle of nowhere. Sure. Spanish village. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. And um, you get there, and at first it's just like, whatever. And then, you know, you, you get attacked by a, a, a zombie, and basically Leon's like, oh, great, here we go again. And it's basically like a different kind of zombie now, because they're like not your typical zombies. They're more mutated. and It's like, it's more like parasites now instead of just like a zombie thing like all all the people and the the quote-unquote zombies are all taken over by parasites and stuff like that so then ada shows up and she's trying to take samples from the new virus and stuff like that and you thought she was dead too but she isn't yeah <laughs> yeah now four four is the best so you save you save the president's daughter and all that and uh, then it goes into five, and you go back and you play as Chris and Sheva in five. And five is co-op, and it was it was a good time. And that that kind of ties more into the parasites and stuff like that. I'm really into it. Yeah, that definitely had a lot more. Yeah, real into that. <laughs> and you know, Wesker comes good. back into light, and Jill, who disappeared. Who disappeared? When did Jill disappear? That's Chris's partner. She disappeared in like one or two or something like that. And Chris hey, it was one. And Chris has been looking for her all these years, and she's basically being controlled by Wesker in five with some parasite that he put in her chest. And so you basically just uncover a whole another strain of the virus. And you know, Chris. Chris is now part of like some organization that's specifically task force that's there to get to the bottom of Umbrella Corp and all this stuff. And you save Jill and allegedly kill Wesker. I still not sure I believe that, but you finally get him at the end. That was that was a fun fight. Yeah, I don't remember that being conclusive or not. I don't, I don't believe that either. People are saying... Well, with those games, like, nobody's dead. <laughs> like, they'll die and then right. they're not saying dead. Chris is acting like Wesker in the new <laughs> Resident Evil 8 trailers. They're, like, freaking out. But that's just speculation. I, I didn't really see it personally in when I watched the trailers. I mean, he wasn't... He was fine and... Seven? So, I mean, he was older in seven. It's the only thing. But when you uh, see the trailer for eight, he's you know, that's not really spoilers. He's like about to kill your wife or whatever. He's like, I'm sorry, Ethan, and shoots her or whatever. And we're like, why? She, she's cured, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> what is that? So it's like, yeah. But um, yeah, with five, <laughs> continue. Uh, well, I mean, you know, you just you learn more about the new strain, and you save Jill, and you kill Wesker. So, you know, at, at that point, 
I kind of figured most of the loose ends were kind of tied up, but then six comes along and there's more. Which, again, I'm not really familiar with six, so you guys are going to have to talk about that one. Well, uh, Warheim, I guess. Well, like, like you said, um, after five, Chris basically becomes like the captain of um, that task force that he, that he got you know put on for five. Uh, she was nowhere to be found anymore. I don't know where she's at, like in the story. But he gets tasked to the China thing that happens because it's literally like COVID, literally like COVID, the way that virus started out in China. <laughs> and it, like you, first of all, you start out, you can start out with anybody. You can pick, you know, Leon storyline, you can pick Chris storyline, but it's better to start with Leon because he's the first one to get there. And uh, he's like, okay, here we go again. We got, um, I forgot. No, Leon's like a freaking uh, agent, like a legit um, hitman for the president. And he's, he was tasked there. Yeah, he was awesome. tasked there with his partner. I forgot his partner's name. I, don't, I still don't remember her name. But um, he's there to find someone. I can't remember. And all this is happening within the virus and whatnot. It's mutating. And the first scene when you find the first zombie is really like the resemblance of Resident Evil 2 with Leon all over again. It's it's terrifyingly dark out of nowhere. And it's like, like I said, the first half of 6 was good and horrible, like horrifying. But then, you know, it turned tail to Michael Bay. Um, it was still cool, though. And Leon... You, you know, goes through trying to find the chick. Then he finds Ada. And, you know, like, you know she's a, there's a clone of her or some crazy crap. Because he finds, like, a cloning chamber, like, people being cloned. And then you meet up with Chris because Chris is trying to kill Ada because she's about to, like, release the virus again somewhere else, not in China. But it's a clone of her, so it's, like, not really her. <laughs> um... Then you play as Wesker's son. He's like he gets wrapped up in it. He's actually just you know stuck there. All right, he gets put on a team with one of the chicks from Revelation, Resident Evil Revelations, one and two. I don't know that. I, I know it's Jill and somebody else, but it's the other girl. And you basically meet up with Chris, and Chris figures out, okay, that's Wesker's son. I need to keep a close eye on him. He comes with me. And he, the, the son's like, no, fuck you. I'm a badass. I don't need you. I don't need any of you. And he just leaves, and the chick goes with him, and they they somehow get right back into it. Got to find Chris and Ada and, and Leon. Then they all meet up at the end, fight the boss. I don't even remember who the boss's name was because it wasn't significant at all. And, yeah. That's, that's about it. Wow. And then Seven shows up, and we're like, Huh? <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like six should have been like they were getting older, you know. Like, like uh, I don't even know how old Chris is in seven, dude. And then in eight, like, yeah, he's like pretty yeah. old from what I saw. Because right after six, they made those two movies about them, like the little animated movies, and that doesn't really tie uh-huh. in. It's just another virus that they go deal with. Chris and Leon team up, whatever. And then, right after that, uh, then that's when Seven drops and the whole shit with Seven. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's crazy stuff. And like I said, the story is just really just convoluted as hell. Yeah. Like, there's a lot we didn't really get into. Real Metal Gear. Oh, dude, Metal Gear. <laughs> See, now Metal Gear, I could really talk about. We'll have to do that one. Well, to do Metal Gear. What is his name? But, uh, Psycho. Yeah, Res- the one guy we all know. <laughs> Psycho. Psycho Man. Psycho. Yeah. yeah, that was a fun one. We'll have to do Metal Gear I sometime. Doubt. But uh... <clears throat> but no, you should definitely play uh, um, oh, yeah. 7 for sure. You play 6 too. But you can honestly, like, if you're not worried. I mean, if you're worried about the story, play 6. You but, just watch a video of six. Yeah, seven. Really, really. Well, with eight right around the corner, I might just right. watch a video on the whole thing and freshen up on the story. And stuff. 
that because it's so crazy. And now they're doing. Go ahead. What the? Oh no, no, you first. Literally, just go watch a video and sum up six with like twenty minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, now I'm gonna watch the whole video for the whole thing before eight comes out. I think you know since eight's right around the corner, I don't really want to play the other games because then I'll get burnt out, and I won't. I won't be as into eight, so I'm just gonna watch the videos. But now they got like a Netflix show <laughs> coming out for Resident Evil Well. So that's yep. intriguing. Uh I'm not even sure what that's gonna cover. Does anybody have any they game? they have not mm-hmm. said anything no besides idea. they showed a logo. That's about it. I was about to say uh, is, yeah, is that coming this year? To. Do we know yeah, any, do we know that? This year. That's exciting. Yep. The end of this year, right? I'm looking forward to that. So, because it, it, I feel like it will, it will do a lot better as a show. Because movies are just, it's there's not enough time in the movies to cover things. The show, you can make a show go on for years and years and years. So I think sometimes shows are a better medium than movies. Yeah, I agree. Because you can keep going. Right. Whereas, like with movies, you have to cram things into like a two-hour window. Can't tell it to Zack Snyder making or a four-hour-long Justice League recut. He's like, he's like, I'm about to fix this movie and show you guys what this movie should have been. So here you go, four hours. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other thing. But uh, Netflix show, Netflix is pretty good with their shows for the most yep. part. So a Resident Evil show. Sign me up. This has been another episode of the Mediocre Gaming Super Friends Committee. Follow us on Facebook at the Mediocre Gaming Super Friends Committee and on Twitter at MGSFC Gaming.